Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in hour two of VEASAN Final Countdown. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown with you live from Las Vegas at our VEASAN studio at the South Point. Had a really good golf conversation for um, anyone. If you missed that, make sure you go and check out VEASAN Best Bets, the podcast. You can re-listen to any of our shows throughout the course of the day. But just really good breakdown for anybody who's a new golf better. Uh, tips how to get involved, how to find the proper information to begin betting golf. And also with the Century Tournament of Champions coming up this weekend, I forgot to ask you just if you even have any bets in pocket right now um, for this tournament or if you're holding off on week one. I only have an outright on Will Zalatoris in right now just because I think that we're getting a little bit of a discount on him because he he injured his back at the end of last season and – so I think we're getting a discount because he didn't have surgery on it and he just rehabbed it. And I think people are thinking like, uh, you know, maybe this isn't like great because, you know, you're back. Golf, back. I mean, look at Jameis Winston and you know, his it's, broken it's, back. Yeah, it's, you know? pretty important. it's impactful. It's pretty important to have a back when you play golf. Makes yeah, sense. yeah. So uh, I, that's the only one I have in pocket right now. I might have a little bit of Tom Kim as well, but that's kind of all that I am, am looking at this week. These, these all-star tournaments can get – I mean, like every person in the field is just amazing, right? And so it's just, it's like there's not a ton of value, right, in these. So I tend to just kind of pick a couple of the longer-ish shot guys and then just just kind of hope for the best. Because any one of the, nearly every one of the per- people in this tournament can win this thing because they're just all awesome, yeah. right? Like they're they're just, they're just all awesome. I, I, we did get, I did get a tweet here where someone asked what were the sites that I mentioned. Like you can get a lot of the information 
at PGATour.com. So if you do want to go to just PGATour.com, again, a lot of the advanced statistics are there. And then Datagolf, just D-A-T-A-G-O-L-F um, is another site. Again, you can pay for a premium um, membership there, but they do have a lot of free stuff as well that you can do. It's pretty cheap, the premium stuff, and like it does give you in-tournament statistics on these guys and things like that, so you can kind of see what they're doing as the tournament progresses, like where they have strokes gained and what's the, what they're doing well, what they're doing poorly. And then also, if you really want to get into it, they also allow you to make your own models and things like that mm-hmm. on Data Golf, just so as the more you kind of like get really into it, you can do that. So just another site that – that you can use as a resource. But uh, again, yeah. you can find a ton of information just on PGATour.com. And of course, you know, vcin.com, like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, we have a lot of great um, golf bettors and writers here uh, at vcin. If you check out our website, as well as the Long Shots podcast, um, they, they do a great job mm-hmm. with that crew, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, that whole group. Uh, let's talk a little college football here, though, because the college football playoff national championship is set TCU and Georgia going head-to-head next Monday in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Georgia, predictably, very large favorite in this game, near two touchdowns, sitting as a 13-point favorite. Total 62-and-a-half on paper. This certainly seems like a David and Goliath type of a game, which I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of that narrative throughout the course of the coming week. I'm sure TCU is going to love that underdog status and that the world is against them in this type of a situation, especially considering all that they have accomplished throughout the course of this year, 200 to one shot to win the national championship coming into the season. They were unranked. They are a team that's not supposed to be in this position. Whereas you have a team like Georgia, one of the shorter shots they've been in this title game time and time again, uh, under Kirby smart. They're the defending national champions. Now, um, what do you make when you first, when you first were um, seeing the final results of those semifinal games, which awesome that we finally mm-hmm. had some competitive and like fiery semifinal yes. games. This is what we've been waiting for in the CFP. But when you realize this was going to be the matchup, what was your initial thought? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's fairly interesting. I mean, I do like the fact that we get some, some new blood in there. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's fun uh, to get, to get some TCU action in there. I thought this line was actually going to be on the, I thought this line was going to be right at two touchdowns. So the 13 was at least a point kind of a discount that I, from what I thought, but I think it's appropriate. I mean, like it was sitting 13 and a half and people, you know, went ahead and bought that on TCU. Now we're sitting at 13 and have been here for a couple of days with the 13 on TCU. When these two teams, so when you, when you kind of match these two teams up, like here's the, here, here and lies the problem for me, right? It's like, you look at this Georgia defense and you say like, okay, Several NFLers all up and down the, the the lineup. Like, they should be able to just go in and completely, you know, stuff what TCU is going to throw at them. Well, I kind of thought that was going to be the case last week, too, and that ended up not being the case last week, right? And so now I'm kind of, like, stepping back and saying, was I – is there anything I missed or did I just underrate what maybe was going to be brought to the table against this defense? Like, so I don't know. I, I That was the thing where I kind of did take a little bit of a step back and say, like, okay, listen, I understand we have a – a, a legit first round quarterback that Georgia went up against a legit first round receiver that they went up against. I mean, like all these different things. So maybe I did underrate at least a little bit what Ohio state was going to bring to the table. TCU doesn't really have that, right? I mean, they don't have like that surefire, you, you know, first round grade quarterback, surefire first round grade wide receiver, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like they, they don't have that. So maybe it's more of an appropriate handicap this time around. So what what do you think when you see just kind of like that defense versus this offense? Do you think it is, it is 
it's definitely a mismatch, but do you yeah. think it's as big of a mismatch as we're seeing with a 13-point spread? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have a great feel for this on the surface right now um, because I didn't give TCU much of a chance against Michigan, mm-hmm. if I'm, like, sure. being sure. completely honest Absolutely. with you. Yeah. Um, and TCU showed that that offense and Max Duggan is explosive, and, and you mentioned not being a surefire uh, type of a player in the draft. Like he put his name in the draft for a reason because this season has been mm-hmm. so special for him, and it's it's been different. They have explosiveness that I think can test Georgia a little bit more, but I mean they're going to get after the quarterback, and that's something that concerns me a, a little bit with the front of TCU. Um, this is the biggest spread for a title game since the start of the BCS in 1998. Mm-hmm. You know there are not a lot of massive spreads in a game like this. This is a unique situation. It kind of makes me want to lean with the big underdog in this spot, taking the points. If they can be competitive like right. they were against Michigan, because Michigan I thought was going to out physical them. And then they go and outrush them by a hundred yards. Mm. And I know the status of Kendra Miller, uh, TCU star running back is in question right now because he did suffer an injury in the game, but then they had Amari DeMarcado who stepped in and still rushed for 150 yards of his own, which was the most allowed by a single player by the Wolverines all season long. So, you know, clearly they have other weapons that can step in and produce for them when the time calls. And I think what we've seen too, from this TCU squad, where if you were to, uh, you know, outside of, outside of a handful of teams in the nation, if you put the Georgia coaching staff on one side and then the other team's coaching staff on the other side, you're going to say, okay, distinct advantage on the Georgia coaching staff side, right? Well, I think what Sonny Dykes showed this year, taking a team that was unranked to begin the year, they come all the way through, beat five ranked teams along the way, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I think that, I mean, I know small sample size and all the different Mm -hmm. things like that, but I mean, I think that, I don't think there's a distinct coaching advantage here, right? Because, I mean, the only way that you get this out of this team, and I know the transfer portal did help TCU a a ton and and things like that, but, I mean, the only way you get this amount of production out of this team is – you're pretty good at what you do, right? I mean, like you, you were able to coach these guys up and and come up with a, a really good scheme for the personnel that you have out there. So even me kind of wanting to lean towards the, well, the coaching advantage really, you know, in a in a big time game like this, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the ton Georgia. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's maybe it's far more equal than a, than than even I expected. And especially considering the fact like Georgia is still just counting their lucky stars a little bit that they're even in this yeah. position. The way, I mean, they needed well, that a was field about, goal to well, be shanked well, for them well, to be. I was be. about to say, well, that field goal was missed as bad as you can possibly <laughs> miss a field goal. Like, I would I would line you up. Oh, gosh. I would line, it was bad. I would line you up and say, I think you could at least, like, hit it in the direction of the, of the actual but field I mean, goal. But, I mean, the best timeout that ever could have been called, he calls on the, the fake punt situation mm. where they get the first down that obviously – ends up not counting and then the shanked mm-hmm. the shanked field goal there for them to ultimately win the game by a point. It was crazy. I mean, with all the points that were scored in those two games, should we just be betting overs here blindly to say, okay, no, we're just going to see these offenses tee mm-hmm. off again. I don't know. I mean, maybe because here's the other thing. The other thing we can look at here is like Duggan played pretty poorly and they still won. <laughs> they still yeah. Like, like, I mean, like he put played, up that many, like points he played too. pretty bad in that game. I mean, like it wasn't all bad, but it was a lot of, there was a lot of bad. I'll put it that way in this game. So like you would assume we see improvement, right? Like you would, you would assume that we see at least a little bit better performance out of him in this one. So like you said, like maybe does that lean us mm-hmm. more towards an over because they were able to still win the game and still move the ball and still score some points, even with, with him having a bad day and their star running back going I mean, down. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, like, I, I mean, 
probably easily his worst game of the year. I would, uh, you know, it, it's certainly from a statistical standpoint. But I mean, not even from like I would. Th- I think if you asked him, he'd probably say, "Eh, it's probably." Probably my worst game of the year. These last couple minutes here, uh, always interested to get your opinion on the draft because you do mm-hmm. such a good job when it comes to betting it. And speaking of, you go from one quarterback that did not have their best day to a guy in the favorite for the NFL draft to be the top overall mm-hmm. pick and Bryce Young, who certainly looked the part in that Sugar Bowl yeah. against Kansas State, had just six incompletions, five touchdown passes to five different players, over 320 yards. What do you look at um, when you see, when you in terms of value on the board right now, is it Bryce Young for you, or do you think that, that the Texans could overthink this? Yeah, I, I, I did. I, so I put in a bet on Bryce Young just because I have that long ticket on Will Levis. And so, mm-hmm. like, I, I put in a ticket on Bryce Young, and I think it's going to be one of those two guys. Warning right now, as soon as this game is over – it's about to get silly season with these mock drafts. And like, you got to figure out the guys that you can trust and the guys that are just trying to get clicks because you are going to start to see some of the most stupid things you've ever seen of guys. Like the, someone is going to have Anthony Richardson go like second overall or whatever in their draft. Or I mean, like that's just what, th- that's just how these guys do it. And they try to get clicks and they do whatever. So like, don't let all this, these guys that are in it just to, to, to get the, uh, the website clicks, like get you off of what you think is going to happen when you start to bet this thing. But yeah, look, I know Bryce Young's small. I think Bryce Young has proven himself like really, really well against very top notch, top level competition. I mean, you got to think. People like talk about how this Alabama is like a down year. LSU had to go, went for two in overtime to beat him, and then it was a last second field goal to beat him in the they other game. They lost two games by a combined yeah. four points, yeah. okay? It was still a good on, season. On, as, uh, on walk offs. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. At Tennessee and LSU, yeah. like in yeah. extremely yeah. difficult two, environments. Two different walk offs is how they lost their, their games this year. And like Bryce Young has proven for two straight years that, that he's really good. I think the only threat would be Levis because if somebody just wants the more prototypical kind of NFL quarterback guy, I don't think C.J. Stroud ends up going number one. Speaking of the height, when I interviewed him after the Sugar Bowl, I immediately started getting messages that were just saying, he's going to be analyzed based on his height next to you. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown live from Las Vegas. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for just $79 and you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear at our VSIN online store. Only pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made from show hosts and guests, betting splits, and our betting reports. This is a limited time offer, though, so sign up now and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness. VSIN.com slash subscribe. This is, uh, we know, a very a very weird day to be doing a show after the Monday night football game we had yesterday. It's it's one of those things where we came in fully expecting to talk about a great game between mm -hmm. two of the league's best and walked out of it talking about somebody fighting for their life and DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, we're all obviously thinking so much about him. He remains in critical condition at UC uh, Medical Center in Cincinnati after suffering cardiac arrest on the field yesterday. He did have um, his heartbeat brought back while he was on the field before he was taken away in that ambulance, but a really, really scary scene. And so what we're trying to do here today is at least, you know, move at when what we can in the mm -hmm. sports realm, um, bring on other things that we can talk to you guys about and talk about betting wise that we are experts in because what happened last night is obviously something that we are not well versed in and we're not medical professionals. Yeah, far, so. far out of the realm of anything. And like we said, we're, we're, you're going to get the better information on this and the more up-to-date information elsewhere anyway. So we're going to try to just kind of move along with what we do, know how to talk about it, at least intelligently, because we yeah. certainly don't know how to talk about that intelligently. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm um, excited to bring in good friend of the show, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst, host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast here at VEASAN, at me, JVT on Twitter, also host the live bet Saturday and Sunday every weekend here on the network to talk a little NBA because uh, JVT Yesterday in your article uh, for your best bets article, you said that you thought Donovan Mitchell would have a bounce back game. I don't think you anticipated 71 points, my guy. What did you see last night in the Cavs win over uh, the Bulls? The 71 points storming in a storming <laughs> back, if I could, uh, from a, what was it? What do they think? Down by 21, yeah. I think was the biggest deficit. Um, and it's funny because those, that was one of those where, so I took it off the main screen and put it on the secondary screen. But I was like, I keep an eye on it. Like crazier things happen in basketball. And it was just one of those at the side of your eye. You're kind of doing this. You're like, all right, all right. It's, it's 10. It's 
It's nine. It's 11. Okay. Dude, that was incredible. Like, and he, I think he played every minute of the second half and into overtime. It was clear what the goal was there. He was going to just carry them to victory. It was nuts. And now, right. And you, you guys throw it up on time. Now all of a sudden he's being banted about for MVP. I still think he's got a steep hill to climb and to overcome when we're talking about the likes of Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant. Uh, but at the same time, those are the performances you need, right? You need to be in the limelight. You need to get the attention and to have 71 points. But guys, just think about what we're seeing from these individuals in this sport recently. We're talking about this, this performance from Donovan Mitchell, 50 points from Luka Doncic, the 60-point triple-double that he had, what was it, two games prior to mm-hmm. that one. Like these guys, all of these guys, on almost any given night, are putting up these insane performances. It's ridiculous, and it is, means this MVP race is going to be incredible as it comes down the stretch, and he is one of many candidates for it. JVT, it's one of those things where you you take a look, and it's kind of like, you know, we, we just, we just kind of giggle because it's like, okay, Gary Trent Jr. goes 32, 32, five, three last night, Bam out of bio 31 and 13, Jeremy Grant goes 36 and two Durant 25 and 11. They had like the 10th best games of like all the people last night. It's like, it's just <laughs> insanity. When you go up and down the league, clay for 54, LeBron for 43 and bead for 42, DeMar for 44, Luca 39, as you just mentioned. So like all of these guys too, outside of outside of Donovan Mitchell are all these guys that like, you know, you and I have talked about at some point or another from an MVP standpoint, right? I mean, of course we have Jason Tatum going tonight, but you get, you get the Luca explosion. You get the Kevin Durant just doing what he does. You get the Embiid explosion and stuff like that. So where do we sit now as we, as we move into, you know, look a, a pretty important stretch for a lot of these teams. Is it, you know, this Cavs team's very, very much in the mix is a, is a 28 to one on Donovan Mitchell worth throwing in the account. I mean, Zion had 26 and some odd, whatever last night. I mean, where do you center? Do you still think it's kind of one of these short shots to lose here? Yeah, and remember Zion, you know, roughed up his hammy last mm-hmm. night, I think, too. So that's something to watch as we move forward. You know, you know, Matt, I think at this point right now, what you're doing is you're you're shopping. It's not even so much that you're looking at player X, like whoever it is, right, and saying, okay, let's build his MVP resume. This is why I would bet him, blah, blah, blah. It is looking for off-market numbers, right? I think that's at this point, that's what we're doing right now. Because the, all of these guys, like, hey, let's take Donovan Mitchell, for example. If you're running about Donovan Mitchell today, like, you kind of got him at 35 to 1 yesterday, right? Like, you're, you're buying at the top of the market when when it comes to these guys. So what you're trying to do is sift through, if you have availability in all of these different shops, guys that are off market. And the one that keeps popping up, it's a bet that you just recently made. It's while you were talking, I went to go look it up to see if it was still available. It's Kevin Durant, right? It's Kevin Durant, who at almost every single shop right now is about seven to one, but in our neck of the woods and in Colorado, Circus Sports has him at plus 1150, right? I think that's what you're doing. You're not so much looking at these guys and saying, I think this guy can win it because I think what you're doing is trying to find a viable candidate and seeing if he's going to be off market and then attacking that price. And Circa, by the way, too, I mean, they're taking a little bit of a position. They got Luka Doncic at plus 199, under $2 to win this MVP, which means, at least by my measure, that there's value somewhere else in that board. And I think that is Kevin Durant at that plus 1150 price tag. So, Matt, I think that's what we're doing right now. It's not so much finding the candidates. It's okay, we have our candidates. Can you find another market or can you find a shop that has them mispriced? And I think that's what you're looking for. And I think you have it in Kevin Durant over at Circa. You know, the Nets obviously aren't in action tonight. They are tomorrow, but 12 straight wins for them since. Since they were, uh, what, sub 500, 9 and 11 on November 25th, have reeled off a 16 and one stretch. Are, are they for real in your eyes, what they're doing? 
Yeah. I mean, Stormy, if you have one of the best players in the NBA, you're always going to be for real, right? The crazy thing is, is since they fired Steve Nash, guys, they are a top five team in both offense and defense. Like they, they've been great on both sides of the ball and, and unheralded guys. Like I was just talking about this in the podcast uh, that was just posted yesterday. The guys that we don't talk about guys, Nick Claxton over this run for them has been so good. He's been great. He has been a very solid rim protector. He's blocking just over 5% of opponent shot attempts when he's on the floor during this run. He is of course, you know, providing a little bit in terms of scoring and rebounding, but he fits now on the floor. They have a positive net rating when him and Ben Simmons play together. It, it's these little guys, right? The guys who we don't really talk about that are positively contributing that are allowing this thing to work on top of having Kevin Durant having an MVP season on top of Kyrie Irving guys, they could have two. If they kind of continue on this path, they could have two 50, 40, 90 guys on the same team, right? Mm-hmm. 50% from the floor, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. That's incredible. But I think Jacques Vaughn deserves a ton of credit. And I think these other guys that we don't talk about deserve a ton of credit, but stormy to your original point. It is for real. If you're going to be top five in both offense and defense, and you're going to have two elite scorers like a Kevin Durant and a Kyrie Irving, you are a legitimate contender for an NBA, NBA title. I don't think there's any debate about it. JVT, we've got three games in the association tonight. Celtics and Thunder with the Celtics, eight and a half point favorites on the road against the Thunder. We've got the Wizards and the Bucks with the Bucks as about eight point home favorites over the Wizards. And then we've got the late tip off between the Kings and the Jazz with the Jazz, three and a half point favorites there over the Kings. Any thoughts on the, these three? Yeah, I didn't bet anything tonight. I think this is going to be an in game type of night, Matt, but I'll say this you know, a couple of things. First off, like there's injuries. I think in each one of these games that you kind of want to wait for some clarity, right? For example, uh, Bradley Beal's status for this Washington-Milwaukee game is going to be something to watch. It does look like Drew Holiday is going to come back from Milwaukee. So even if the, uh, Bradley Beal does return, you do have an option for him defensively, right? And Drew Holiday has been absolutely incredible. But that's a name that could alter that line. So you don't want to jump in pre-flop and you want to see a wait what his impact on that number is going to be. Robert Williams is questionable for the matchup for Boston, who's on the road against Oklahoma City. But I will focus there for a second because if Williams does play, Matt, that does give this Boston team quite the size advantage up front against a really small Oklahoma City Thunder squad that just wants to get up and run. They've got multiple defensive options for Shea Gilgis Alexander. Uh, you know, the market right now is kind of floating around that opening number. If Williams plays, I'd be looking to maybe uh, you know go over some rebounding props for him. Uh, this is going to be a matchup that I think he can thrive in against a small Oklahoma City team. And I'd watch out for the Sacramento Jazz matchup only because, right, total's really high. Market's kind of come down a little bit off of it. But Sacramento went to Memphis on Sunday and they ran into a really good defensive team, kind of got suffocated. Now they're going to be able to open things up here against the Utah Jazz, who've been pretty poor on defense. I'm wondering to see if maybe DeMontis Sabonis, who had been incredible in the two games prior to going up to Memphis, kind of opens up a little bit more here and he can have his game and have a pretty big night tonight. Well, we know Danielle Alvari certainly is hoping so based on her props coming into tonight. One last thing for you. We talked about the new favorite, Luka Doncic, in the MVP market. In Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr., the favorite now there as well. I know you talk about it on Hardwood Handicappers, but you think there's a flaw in his game that could open things up for somebody else, maybe farther down the board. Why? Yeah, well, because last year is the reason why he didn't win it, Stormy. He can't stay on the floor. He fouls too much. He's only averaging 25 minutes per game, guys. And I went back and looked. Only two players since the inception of the award have one defensive player of the year at averaging 30 or fewer than 30 minutes. And the last time that happened was 1990. You got to be on the floor. You got to be available. And if these foul issues are going to continue for him, as incredible as those defensive numbers are, I think it's a really big reason why it might be that he does not win this award. So if you're looking anywhere, I really do think that Jared Allen of the Cleveland Cavaliers is a really good value buy. And again, talking about off-market numbers, Nick Claxton can be found at 80 to one 
over mm. at BetMGM. He's 40 or 30 to 1 elsewhere. I think it might be worth looking at. Good stuff, as always. Appreciate you, JVT. Thank you. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you, as always. At me, JVT, on Twitter. Check out the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. You can download it wherever you get your podcast. You can also catch him on this show, VEASAN Final uh, Countdown. Yeah. Whenever you're on time. vacation. He's here more whenever, than whenever, me sometimes. Whenever, whenever you're on vacation. What can I say? Love him. Really, really good stuff from him. Uh, we'll turn the page from NBA to the National Hockey League when we come back on VEASAN Final Countdown. This is VEASAN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of 115000 bucks all season long. Guinness made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I was wondering if this was like still going, but then I now I see the little September to February at the bottom. So Guinness it time. Is. It is. We're good to go. We have another three weeks of the Guinness Time Challenge. That, so like, get on in there. That, like, look of a Guinness beer when it gets filled is very, like, satisfying to watch. Uh, they're a sponsor. I don't know. It's, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big you have to say, heavy beer that's, I just, drinker. I didn't say the taste. I said the look yeah. of it. No, no, no. I know. The I just don't want to, like, nice. I don't want to say anything bad about, about, about the Guinness. As you should not. But, I mean, do, do you like heavy beers? Do you like heavy beers? Like, no. I, I primarily drink, like, wheats and golden beers yeah, and, and things like that. I don't. Other I just, things. The, the stuff where it's, like. Motor I don't really oil. discriminate a lot. I just can't drink a lot of certain things. You know what I mean? I can drink anything. I just can't drink a lot of anything. Sure. Yeah, but the stuff that's like motor oil going down, you're just kind of like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, this is just not. So is this work. segment going to be like motor oil going down for you? Because you're not a big NHL guy. It is hey, time for us to get into that hockey. Yes, we are. We have the B's and the <laughs> S's and hey, the K's going tonight. Speaking of the B's, we mm -hmm. got the win yesterday. They up, they uh, beat the Penguins in the Winter Classic 2-1. All the leans that we talked about yesterday briefly on the show came through. I told you the Ducks um, are just horrible at hockey, and they proved that to be true against the Flyers yesterday, who are also not great, but that was kind of a lesser of two evils situation. And then uh, VGK Colorado, we talked about an under there, and that ended up being a 3-2 final. VGK getting the win in Ball Arena. So good things happening for oh, us yesterday. No. 11 games on tap tonight. Why are you grumpy? I'm Because I'm looking at my futures bets that I have, and like the Rangers and the Capitals are not at the top of their, uh, not at the top of their games, apparently. The Capitals mm -hmm. are playing well, though, lately. They're in action today. They're kind of like a little bit of a buzzsaw situation. Have I you mean, been paying attention to them at all? Are... 11 of the last 13 games they've won. Okay, well, I guess there's because they're behind all these other teams. So yes. It's just, you know, like they need to okay. step it on up. Plenty of time. We're only like, we're Honestly, just Honestly, you just got to make the playoffs the in season. hockey. Uh, you just got to make the playoffs in hockey. It's There's so much variance. Like, you just got to get in the tournament. And then, and then hope that the, the, the puck tinks off the pole and goes in as opposed to, as opposed to going out. Tinks. Yeah, just like tink. You know, like that's the sound it makes. Uh, what would you say? I, I wouldn't say tink. I feel like it'd be a more manly sound. Clanks. Clank. I clank, like that. Clanks off the part. Right, Much more clanks. accurate. When it clanks off, it goes in instead of out. <laughs> okay, it's a we, clink in instead of a clink out. Enough out of you. We got 11 games on tap tonight. Just one game that's national uh, mm -hmm. on ESPN later on this evening. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern puck drop. Stars minus 125 road favorite. L.A. You said it's this, the S's and the K's. Mm -hmm. uh, the K's. Plus 105 dog at home. Total in this game sitting six. Dallas is first in the Central. They're riding a four-game win streak right now. Beat L.A. 5-2 earlier this season. No injuries for them of note. While the Kings are going to be without uh, a couple important depth forwards 
Stars also are going to have an advantage in net this one. Like, the right team is favored in this spot. Jake Ottinger has been great. He's 4-0. His last four starts, 9.35 save percentage, 1.75 goals against average in that time. He's won eight of his last 10 as well, allowing two goals or fewer in eight of those total games. Eileen Stars and under for this game, just kind of rolling with the hotter team. I like that theory a lot in the regular season for hockey. Um, Phoenix Copley has been the goaltender for LA. He's also been strong and net much better than Jonathan Quick has been, who uh, let the Flyers score four on him this past Saturday at home. So two teams, just to me, that are playing at different levels, in my opinion. I think the King, the Kings team total under two and a half at even money also seems like a good bet. And another advantage I think you could find in this game, I was looking at the prop market. Jason Robertson gets a lot of attention. He's one of the best goal scorers in the NHL. Um, and so because of that, his prop value is always like, give me a little bit more juice on this. The number's going to be a little bit higher on this. But yes. Rope Hints, uh, one of his teammates, has been playing just as well, if not better than him lately, and his numbers are set lower. So I think him at over two and a half shots on goal could be a good bet, minus 110. Anytime goal, not going to be great numbers on him because he scored six goals in his last five games, including multi-goal performances in a couple of them. But I, I like the shots on goal, particularly with him. He's had 11 goals since December 1st, uh, gone over his shots on goal number, that two and a half in 10 of his last 14 games. He's just been ripping them on net. So I like Rope. He is your uh, Jason. You mentioned Jason Robertson. He is the fourth shot as far as top goal scorer for the season. He is behind only Connor McDavid. What is it? Tage Thompson? Tage Thompson? How do you say that? T-A-G-E. Yeah. What is that? Which one? Tage Thompson. Tage? Yeah. What a Tage Thompson and then and, and David Pasternak. And I do know David Pasternak because. Pasternak. Because me and <laughs> me and Kelly Bidlin used I'm just to just. You grief. Me and Kelly Bidlin used to just bet on him. Every single night to be a goal scorer. Uh, whenever we was were it doing cashing? Late, was it coming it, well, through for you? Because he just there scored so many goals, which that's yeah. why he's third in the goal scorer market right now. Speaking of Connor McDavid, though, because you mentioned him, there's mm -hmm. a prop I like on him tonight, actually uh, as well, over one and a half points, and it is juice to high heaven. It is gross to look at. Ooh. Nobody likes the minus one sixty. Ooh. But to what? What's he got to do? I feel very confident. Just show up. No, he needs two points. Uh. And I feel very confident that he's going to get it because he was held off the score sheet this past game and he played the Kraken two games ago and he had five points against them. Like, the, you know, how sometimes like you just have a team's number type of a situation and you look at the under on his prop and it's plus 125. So you're like, oh, that seems a lot more likely. But I don't think so. I think that he's going to have a day in this spot. I mean, this is why he's the Hearts Trophy odds on favorite minus 260 at this point in the season. He's got 72 points, 32 goals already. Plus, Leon Dreisaitl is going to be healthy for this game as well. He hasn't played the last two games and like the two of them together just create opportunity. I the so I minus think minus 105 by the way to be the top goal scorer great. in the NFL. I mean, I mean the NHL. <laughs> in the NHL. Like minus 105. Yeah. There's like Tons and tons of games last. He's minus 105 to get this. Okay, well, let's kick also things you're, off. You're cracking, though. Just one last thing on, yeah. on that game. The Kraken are allowing, what is it, three and a half goals per game on the road right now. So they're like allowing a lot of scoring. And so I think it's just kind of a good recipe for success for the Oilers and Connor McDavid specifically to have a good day. Seven Eastern, we have the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Yes. My New York Rangers, LGR. <laughs> um, plus 105 on the money line against the Hurricanes, which are minus 125. Five and a half is our total in this one. What do you like here? And I don't like your lean. Your Rangers have been decent lately, but I do prefer the Canes in this spot. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. Don't yell at me. You're like giving mm. me the angry eyes, but this is going to be a fun. I need I, all the wins. Even if you're not betting on this game, mm. I highly recommend watching this game. Like this is going to be a fun Metro division showdown. The Canes, by the way, minus 320 favorites in the division at this point because of just how well they've been playing. This is another one of those teams that's just like in a rhythm right now. And mm. I like betting on teams that are kind of just streaking things are real in yeah. hockey. And so they've won 11 straight. They're 15, one and four over their last 20 have a chokehold on the division. Like I said, um, Rangers seven, two and one, their last 10, they're creeping up the standings themselves. They have some notable wins against good teams. Um, but I just feel like the Canes are a team that's going to continue rolling. And it's that simple. It was just kind of a, a play on, They've been playing so well lately, and I think they're. Uh, I don't think even at MSG is going to stop them in this case. I'll ask you about my other team. This is also a Your seven. This team. is also a seven p.m. Eastern. Okay. The uh, Buffalo Sabres against the Washington Capitals. We are sitting minus one sixty-five Capitals at home, plus one forty if you want the road underdog. Six and a half is your total. Um, well, I said the Rangers had been playing well. They did just get smoked by the Caps in a 4 nothing mm. shutout. So Washington played really good hockey. I like them in this spot. Um, I also like the over six and a half in this game. I know it's a high total, um, but Caps have won 11 of their last 13 games. Of those wins, eight of them by worth were by three or more goals. They're just stunning teams left and right at this point. Uh, minus 160 on the money line, not great. The puck line is intriguing at plus 155. Um, but I think the money line is probably going to be the safer play. Maybe you can do the regulation bet as well on the 60-minute line because I do think that they handle business in regulation. Um, but goals are the name of the game for both of these teams. Um, four of the last five meetings in Washington have gone over, and the Caps have won eight of their last ten against Buffalo. And granted, I know this is a Buffalo team that's better than than years past that we've seen with mm -hmm. them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Washington and over for me in this spot. We have the Blues and the Maple Leafs also at 7 Eastern. Minus 280 for the Leafs at home. Plus 235 if you think the road underdog Blues can get it done. Six is the total. Leafs, even money on the puck line is an intriguing bet, I think, in this one. Um, Blues aren't going to have Ryan O'Reilly. They don't have Vladimir Tarasenko in this game. Leafs have been really good on home ice, 13-2-3 this season, one of the more consistent teams in the league. Uh, last meeting a week ago, uh, it was a 5-4 game in overtime, and uh, I just I feel like the Leafs are going to have a more dominant performance on home ice in Toronto um, so yeah, that would be, that would be my lean. I didn't have, this didn't hit the bet slip for me, but if I had to make a play on it, I'd go the even money puck line bet. With I don't know what squad. the Calder trophy is, but the guy that is the <laughs> short shot, his name is Maddie. So he is, that's who I'm, I'm going to bet on him. We're going to have to do like a Maddie um, Biners, Biniers, Biniers, Binier, Maddie Biniers. Binier, that's yes. your LSU yeah, yeah. coming through the Baton Rouge coming through. I did get, I got Cafe Dumont this week. Um, I didn't get it the first time that I went there. It was really good. It's, yeah, yeah, whatever. I got powdered sugar. I was wearing these pants. That's all it is. I got powdered sugar all Just over these pants. Just powdered sugar. You get the it same experience. It was dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But don't worry. I washed them. We're, we're clean here. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot, 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or hoops fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and a whole lot more. It's a whole new game. Speaking of hockey, did you get your fill for the month now? Starting no. off the new year with your fill of hockey. Although you learned something about the uh, the Calder Trophy. Yeah. Bet you were looking to make, yeah, didn't can't, you? Yeah, can't, can't play Matty uh, Biners or <laughs> Beaners or whatever his name is. Can't can't play him. Uh, he He's a Kraken. He is a member of the Kraken. He's a Kraken. And, it broke and, your and little as, heart. As, as it know, broke your little heart we in We hate the Kraken around here, so no <laughs> Kraken bets going in the account. So I got to bet a different Calder Trophy winner. Which you did learn what the Calder Trophy is as well. Rookie of the year. Well done. They could just call it Rookie of the Year, but instead Very they're going to call it. Very exciting things. Just get on board. Why do they call it the Calder Trophy? It's named after somebody. Yeah. They're all named who? after things. Who's, call, who's Calder? Leave me out of yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. See, like, no one knows who Calder is. Call oh, yeah, yeah. Just call Rick in the year. Um, we, we talked about this numerous times throughout the course of the show, but just to, to mention one more time, it's obviously a very weird uh, and sensitive day when it comes to talking about the NFL with everything that happened on Monday Night Football in the Bills and Bengals game with DeMar Hamlin, second-year safety for the Bills and the cardiac arrest that we saw happen on the field last night. He remains in critical condition at UC Medical Center in Cincinnati. Um, and, you know, here as a betting network, we're going to try to, you know, 
make sense, leave leave that conversation for more of the folks who who are getting that inside information, who have boots on the ground at the hospital, who have inside information with the teams. We don't have that, so we are. Um, if you want to know our opinions on everything, you can download the the Veasan Best Bets podcast because in the first segment of the show, we really did break down everything that we witnessed and our opinions of of what happened last night. But in terms of the NFL that that we do know is set as of right now for Week 18 moving forward on at least the NFC side of things. There were a few games earlier in the show that we didn't get to, Matt, um, that I know you, of course, have some opinions on. So let's start with the, the Lions at the Packers in this one because the Lions now are, are sitting as a 500 team after a 1-6 start um, in Week 8. They were listed as a 0.2% chance to make the playoffs. Now it is possible for them, but they have the Green Bay Packers standing in the way where it is win and they're in. Yeah. And because now, we talked about this yesterday, it being put in that evening spot, the motivation of this game could be lacking if the Lions are not alive, which is yeah. very possible. It had it, it. It's so brutal they put it here because I actually think this was one of the bettable games of the week if it wasn't in the spot that it's in mm -hmm. because I think that the Packers sentiment drifted a little bit too far in this one. Yes, did they put it on the Vikings this past weekend for sure? Vikings lose their starting center. There was a punt, uh, a kick return touchdown. There was a pick. Like there, was, anything that could have possibly gone wrong for the Vikings went wrong for the Vikings in that game. And so now this thing has drifted to a point where, look, we're not very far removed. We're we're two weeks removed from Tua and the Dolphins just absolutely carving up the Packers in the first half, and then Tua gets concussed, and then we find out, you know, and that's when everything uh, went downhill after that. And so. This Lions offense is good, and this Lions offense can can put up points. And so I think that we're, you know, had this game been stuck in the middle of the schedule, I think four and a half is probably too much. Now, at this point, I, it's impossible to bet this game because if you're the Lions and you're sitting there, and listen, we're all, we're humans, right? They're going to be sitting there watching the televisions, and then they're going to, you know, there's a very distinct chance that they watch their playoff hopes go down in flames right before they have to walk out on the field to go play this game. And, like, we're all, uh, yes, they're professionals, and certainly, you know, they're going to do what they can, but get deflated, right? I mean, like, mm -hmm. you are – you have this nice little comeback from what everyone thought was going to be just another miserable season for the Lions, and it's not going to turn out to be just another miserable season for the Lions. And then to be able to not even play your way into the playoffs in that final game where you thought maybe you'd be able to and, and all that. So, yeah, it's, it's for me – unbettable, unfortunately, because I actually do think that the four and a half had, had drifted a little bit too far. Now, if the scenario does play out where the Lions are playing mm -hmm. for this to get into the playoffs because things break their way earlier in the day, I think four and a half is too much. Like, I I think that good offenses can still get after this, this Packers defense, right? I mean, I think it's just one of those deals where you saw – you look last week and you're going to say, dude – the Vikings have a good offense and they didn't do anything. When you get predictable, when you fall behind that much mm -hmm. in a game and then you, you become one dimensional, it's very easy for a defense to play against you when they know you're going to throw every single down because like you have to, because you're playing catch up. So the dynamic shifts, that's why a lot of the times we'll talk about stats. And whenever I'm talking about these advanced stats, I'll talk about like situation neutral where the game is within one score, right? Because that's where you really kind of get the real and true tendencies of these teams where if it's if a game's within one score, what kind of pace do they play at? How often do they throw? How often do they run? What are the, you know all the different things like that? Because it completely shifts the Vikings. That, like that is cosmetic. That score right there. Mm -hmm. They got garbage time scores. Like they were down. They had three points in the fourth quarter. Right. I mean, so it was just 
completely one-dimensional and the defense knew exactly what was coming. And so I, I think that the Lions, again, I can't predict that the Packers won't run a kickoff back or that they won't, you know, get a mm-hmm. pick six or something. But we're I assume that this game plays a little bit more normal. And if that were the case, then I would certainly be on the four and a half. And this is one of those games we were talking to Vinny, you know, earlier in the week. It's one of those deals where we won't know whether we can even yeah. bet this game or play this game until right when this game's about to go. The Vikings were a team last year that interviewed John Harbaugh. And this has become a very big talking point all of a sudden, again now with Michigan's head coach John Harbaugh after he said last year that he would not be entertaining anything Mm -hmm. from the NFL. Now it appears that all of the insider reports are that if he were to be offered an NFL job, that he would leave Michigan and he would take it. And you saw a report that he has spoken with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so apparently he and the Panthers owner have talked, according to source, you know, (laughs) always source, whoever source is. And apparently, you know, and and of course the – of course the Broncos are at least going to be interested. The Broncos are apparently interested in him or at least talking to him about something. And of course they would be, right? I mean, like, they they should be. They should be going after the full-on home run hire here for this team, right? I mean, you've spent a ton of money to buy the team. you spent a ton of money on a quarterback that may or may not be good. Hopefully, for your sake, he's got at least three years left mm-hmm. in him or something, you know, so that you don't just get totally burned by this contract. And so, well, and like John Harbaugh is a weird guy, I know, and he's, yeah. he's obviously like got his opinions and he's got his way about him. But people forget because of you know the success that the San Francisco 49ers have had over you know the last mm-hmm. 10 years now, how bad they were before he took that job. It was like season after season after season of not making the playoffs. And then he comes in, they make an NFC championship game. And then the next year they're playing in a Super Bowl. And that was with Alex Smith at their quarterback who like saved the Alex Smith hate. I still think he's great. But, <laughs> this, um, but you know, he's, this, he's not a source knockout of the park quarterback. sincere interest. Okay. Sincere interest, according to What do you think about John Harbaugh back in the NFL? Jim. I mean, Jim, yes. excuse me. Oh, my um, gosh. Yes. That's going to mess with me. Yes. That's going to mess with I me. I know you're going to hate having the two Harbaugh's <laughs> in there. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's – I think that there is certainly something that he could learn. I mean, I'm sure he will have long discussions with his brother of just the, you know, hey, what is – how has the NFL changed over the last, you know, several years and things like that? I'm sure where, he had those conversations last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, too. like, how 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 is all the – you know, because it's different, right? I mean, like the NFL is just different over the last five years. The, the way that the game plays, the way that things are, the way that it's become much more of a passing league than it is. Whatever. I mean, like that's the other thing that you have to take into consideration. I understand why these owners are at least knocking on the door, but I mean, you know, Michigan runs the ball more than they pass it, right? I mean, like there's, a, there's, it would have to be a fundamental shift in kind of philosophy too. Whenever, whenever you move into one of these NFL jobs, right? Because you can't, you can't run it more than you pass it anymore unless you're Tennessee. The thing with the Broncos that I think would make sense is that, like, he has a way with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And after a season where, you know, you sign Russell Wilson to this massive contract and obviously, like, it did not plan out, pan mm-hmm. out the way that you expected it to with this franchise guy that you finally bring in. Maybe Harbaugh could be the guy to, like, be that settling yeah. voice that gets him back to where you need him to be because that's the priority for this Broncos team. No, absolutely. I mean, it's – it. I think you have to at least explore the option with him, and then you have to see, you know, I don't know what you may or may not be able to work out with the Saints if Sean Payton, you know, the whole yeah, Sean Payton Yeah, because that's thing. a whole other thing. Yeah, because you have to give the Saints compensation for for him, and so that adds a layer of 
of difficulty to all this. The, the, really, the only other game in the NFC that we know for sure how it's kind of going to play out is the Cowboys and Commanders, and that's the Cowboys are going to give it full go no matter what because they have a chance to, live. to be the number one. Yeah, they have the chance to be the number one overall seed. So I know why this has drifted out to five and a half now. All the CLV for me, like all the CLV <laughs> in this thing. So dang, we'll, the camera missed your arms up in well, the air. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's <laughs> going on with this one. Even at five and a half, I would still it'd be Cowboys or pass for me. I mean, like the Commanders, absolutely nothing to play for. Complete garbage at the quarterback position. So I, it'd be Cowboys or pass for sure. Such kind words that you use. I mean, it is. They have garbage at the quarterback <laughs> position. They're going to be in the market for a quarterback. I promise you. Uh, good stuff, as always. Uh, a tough day to get through a show, but I appreciate you guys hanging in with us. Um, had some fun talking some NBA, talking some hockey. Stick with VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN Primetime is up after this. Don't go anywhere. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 